You're listening to the Joint Practices Podcast. Dad, who am I named after? You're named after my favorite thing in the world, son. With your host, Sean Lamont. People are going to listen to the first 20 seconds and be like, nope, this sucks. <laughs> Steve Knox. I need 104 piece chicken nuggets. <laughs> and Elijah Arnold. I once saw a lady in a white car throw Taco Bell back into a Taco Bell. Are you excited, girl? I'm so excited, girl. Yo! Welcome back to the Joint Practices Podcast. This is the podcast for fans, by fans, fans like me. I'm your host tonight on episode 99. They call me the sugary one, at 11thegoat on Twitter. My name is Sean Lamont. Joined tonight by my two co-hosts, joining me from his couch, Mr. Elijah Arnold. Elijah? Hello. 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 It's good to be back on my couch. Uh, The experience in the shed was uh, an experience, certainly. (laughs) Glad Uh, to see you did make it out alive. Oh, yeah. It's a shed that I... uh, have passed out in many times, so that was pretty familiar. <laughs> uh, usually after passing out, I don't wake back up and try to record a podcast, though. Hey, first time for everything, including the buy one entree, take one home from the OG Olive Garden. <laughs> Mr. Super Sticky Steve Knox. Hello, Steven. Good evening. <laughs> I couldn't get through it. <laughs> I saw your face and I lost it. But it was worth a try. My buddy from Another Money deserves the proper introduction because this is what we do on the Joint Practice Podcast. And before we get started, I just wanted to let everybody listening know that you as well could be on this podcast and get your very own episode. We'll ask you seven football questions and then seven surprise questions about who knows what. We'll put it into a podcast. We'll post it on our feed. You can have your own podcast for an episode. How's that? Just hit us up on Twitter at Joint Practices or the email jointpracticespod at gmail.com. And now we got the housekeeping out of the way. Let's talk some football. Kind of. Because opt-out season is here. Ladies and gentlemen, players are starting to opt out here, there, everywhere. Mostly the New England Patriots. (laughs) Bill Belichick again playing chess while everyone else plays checkers. How does that make you feel? I feel fine about it, I think, because people just started opting out. I think they have till, and I might be off on the day. When? Okay. August 5th. So opt out technically is a week where they have it. I don't think that week has even started yet. I think it starts tomorrow. I don't I don't know. Uh, to me, it's it's like when they canceled. Uh, uh, I think it was uh, Ivy League. They canceled Ivy League sports uh, at the beginning of this whole thing. And everyone was like, it's just the Ivy League. Who cares? And then right after they did that, they canceled everything. Uh, Patriots have lost six players. I think your vaunted Eagles have lost three. 
I think it's just starting. You're going to see a lot more. And if we do have professional football, and maybe we will, it will be a vastly different level of uh, competition. Like, people like college sports, so that's fine, but we're going to see some college teams out there, I think. Like, if you've got your money and you're good to go, you think you can make it through a, a, a year without the wear and tear, I think we're going to see this accelerate greatly in the next few days. Yeah, especially as more veterans start reporting, then they're getting tested and it's all coming out. I think me for the opt-outs uh, from the, you know, the Viking standpoint, their only opt-out so far currently is, well, probably their biggest free agent acquisition this year, uh, defensive tackle Michael Pierce. But his opt-out is because he is one of those high-risk players. Um, he was actually on a podcast earlier today, and they were talking to him about it, and on the podcast, he said, I have asthma and just me wanting to make sure I'm not only physically healthy to work out, but preserving my life was my goal. So this obviously is a respiratory issue. And if you already have respiratory issues, then getting this could be absolutely just disastrous for you. So, I mean, I completely understand why anybody doesn't want to play, you know, given the times. So, um, yeah. The dominoes will continue to fall, and I mean, I've already said well, you got changes to your, you know, your mini camps and your off-season training and the practices you're allowed to have and how those practices operate. I mean, this thing's going to be sloppy to begin with, and uh, it could look a little uglier if uh, you know we continue to see some bigger names start saying, "I'm not playing this year." Right. I mean, we've and- seen. Some decent, obviously not Patrick Mahomes or anyone of that level. Dante Hightower is a starter and and I won't say perennial Pro Bowler, but he's one of the best average. linebackers in the league. You say like yeah, and for the Patriots, <clears throat> when I mean they already lost Kyle Van Noy and Jamie Collins this offseason. Yeah. So yeah, um, I mean the, it's I mean Juwan are... Bentley time until next week when he opts out. <laughs> Juwan Bentley. Uh, Uche, who they just drafted, um, who's a uh, Chase Winovich. Yeah, I mean they got some guys, you know, hanging in the balance that I, you know, I'm I'm sure whoever Belichick trots out there on defense is going to do just fine. But they also had Patrick Chung opt out, which is another Patrick big Chung blow. Is an unsung hero of that that defense he always has been kind of the glue that just holds everything together and you take away solid you take away veteran presence a guy that just can communicate you know to everybody what is going on in this new nfl yeah i I mean the fact just his voice on the field he already i mean for the most part he's seen it all so he knows what's going to happen and he's able to communicate that to the rest of the team so and i'm pretty sure his cocaine charges were dismissed so that's pretty good (laughs) Well, that blows. Ooh. (laughs) No, but for real, with all these guys opting out, I just want to make a statement, make it clear that we in no way on this podcast will ever bash a guy for opting out, whether it's health concerns or just for their family safety. 
I have no problem with it. I see, I don't know if you guys have seen any of the people that have opted out. They're like, they'll put out a statement on Twitter and some of the replies are just so disgusting. Like, people don't get it. So uh, yeah, It's yeah. amazing that, you know, any of these guys could potentially make, you know, upwards of $10 million a year that have opted out so far. And they're, if, if you're high risk, you know, you're, given that $350,000, which is a small margin to, you know, 10 million, but, um, yeah, like you don't, you don't call somebody selfish for that. And any of these guys that aren't in that high risk that just say, you know, for my health and the well being of my family, I don't want to play then $150,000 paycheck, which for me, if, if my work told me, Hey, you can stay home till this whole thing passes over, but we're only going to pay you a portion of your the the money you you usually make in a year, yeah, I'll take that. I'll stay home. That's fine. <laughs> I don't want to be out out there at risk. I don't know what everybody else I work with is doing. So true. There's not absolutely nothing wrong. Nope. And for the Eagles, so far the only one I know of is Marquise Goodwin, who him and his wife tried for a long time to have successfully have a baby. Now they have a four month old, and he doesn't want to risk any of that. And I applaud that. Good for you. Always put your family first. I mean, we're talking about a fucking football game. It's a game. He, like, literally plays a game for a living. If he wants to opt out, then that's for him and his family only. I don't think you, me, Joe Blow next door, none of us have, a, like, a feather in that flock. I didn't know your neighbor's name was Joe Blow. Yeah, he just moved in. He bought the house. Told you to buy. Yeah. <laughs> hey Elijah, the house next door to me is for sale. You want to move in? Uh, so I am currently in a, a protracted situation with the state of Maine about my house, and they might <laughs> buy it. So I might be looking. Where, where, where do you live specifically? Oxford, two miles from the casino. Uh, two miles? That's walking distance. Depends <laughs> like on how much you have to distance. drink. <laughs> <laughs> a long walk through the woods. Uh, so drunk. I lived in Dover, New Hampshire uh, with our friend Kyle for a long time. And the thing about Dover and where we lived was walking down to the bars was easy because it was three miles, but it was straight down a hill and you were sober. Walking home was pretty tough because <laughs> it was three miles, but it was straight up a hill and you were drunk. Especially if you decided you wanted to run through the forest to try to get back home instead. <laughs> oh, God, the velociraptors chased me. It was rough. In my younger days, I drank alcohol. <laughs> I still do, just not as much. <laughs> I had a football point that I forgot. It was probably off topic. It was. Okay. So, did anyone see what Russell Wilson named his child? No. Russell Wilson Hopefully named Foreman. his child Win. W-I-N. Win. <laughs> Win Wilson. <laughs> I've never liked Russell Wilson. He's always seemed kind of phony, you know, the whole leading Sierra to God after I it was this whole thing. Um, and then he named his child Win. Like at some point, isn't it just doesn't the level of pretentiousness just Dad? Who am I named after? A person? You're named after my favorite thing in the world, son. Winning. Like, come on. Is that where we're at? Like, it is. It absolutely is, because he did it. But 
I think it happened before the last podcast and I was in a shed so I forgot to yell about it, but I strongly dislike the first name, Wynn. See, I, I mean, we're talking about people and their kids' names. Um, so, you know, rookie defensive back Cameron Dantzler of the Minnesota Vikings just posted something on Twitter earlier today. And I forget how old his daughter is now. And his name is Cameron and her name is Carmen. So I thought you were going to say he named her private. A little private, too close for my liking, but private danger Dantzler. zone. <laughs> Tiny, actually. Your nickname's Tiny. Tiny Dantzler. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, so props to the hops and all that schnapps. Last week we were talking about how the practice squads are going to be expanded this year to 16 players. Um, you know, they can designate four guys to be, you know, considered safe or untouchable. They added some language to that this week since we last recorded that, uh, say a player on the roster tests positive, they go on the COVID-19 IR list. And the responding, corresponding roster move now will be able to take a guy from the practice squad pull him up for a game, but the catch is because he was taking the spot of a COVID player, when that player is eligible to come back, they can return the guy to his practice squad without uh, being subject to waivers. So a little bit of language that's going to protect guys. It's kind of cool. It's kind of like a baseball IR where you can just send them back to the minors without, you know, having to if give them they're up. Going, if they pull it off, and I hope they do because I, I really – I'm on a football podcast. I love the sport. I would like to enjoy it this year, but they're going to have to. That's a good start. I think they're going to have to just be like, "Hey, who can who can play this week? Do we have forty five guys we can physically suit up this week?" And I don't know how they get there, but the rules are going to have to be pretty lax about who can get where. Because if you look at baseball right now. Baseball's been playing for a week, and the season is in danger. Uh, uh, some might say it's some might say it's in danger because of have a, a team bunch of players going to a strip club. But it's in danger. An entire team is not playing games right now. So baseball, you know, they have expanded rosters, but the rosters are smaller than football. They're not in a bubble, like football will not be. So. I I am still, I think last week and the week before I said there's no way it happens. I have not seen anything that has moved me into a more positive, uh, positive thought about it. You must protect this house. That's a really good Ray Lewis. All right. I have a... Tr- <laughs> Thanks for practicing. I have a topic that's going to be a real trigger for me, hopefully for you too. And that is what is currently going on on television right now. I think it just ended. It's the yearly NFL Network Top 100 Players list. 
Boy, do I have some questions. Do you guys know who number I'll one was? You, I'll let you say it. No idea. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is not better than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the best football player on earth. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing for me was seeing like Harrison Smith landed, I think like 41 or something like that. And he wasn't even on the list last year, which questionable at best in my opinion. But uh, I, these things are just absolutely I mean, number two on the list is Russell uh, Wilson, and he named doubt. his son Win. So clearly <laughs> they don't account for character. Nice. But yeah, these are usually silly lists. <laughs> if it's put out by, you know, NFL.com or NFL Network, it's put out by the league. You know, they may say it's independent, but they have some, you know, uh, a vested interest in propping up certain players compared to other players. Uh, and also there's no, so football is so different than other sports in that like basketball, baseball, soccer, even hockey, there are comparable stats for almost all the players. There's not super specialized positions. How do you compare uh, a right end to a quarterback? And we know quarterbacks always get bumped up more than anything else in the world. But uh, uh, there's no way to quantify all these people. You throw them in a top 100, and it's just a circle jerk of, of, of hot takes. It's like ESPN. Who can say the craziest thing, get some clicks, get some, some, uh, uh, some Twitter heat, and that's all they care about. They don't care about actual information or what, the, what people can actually do. If you want, I can talk more about why ESPN is the worst company around right after Nestle. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nestle is bad. Too. So here's where I'm going to get pissed off, right? Let me just read these out to you. Ranked number 43, Jimmy Garoppolo. 46, Dak Prescott. 58, Kirk Coupons. 68, Ryan Tannehill. 87, Josh Allen. Number 90, Kyler Murray. Do you want to know why that list is significant? Because <laughs> Carson Wentz isn't on it? Carson Wentz isn't even rated in the top 100. I'd vote for him to of all of those names. take Dak's spot. But... Wait, what number is... Where's Dak? What did you say? Uh, 50... 46. So he's ahead of Kirk Cousins, who won a playoff game against the New Orleans Saints last year, but he didn't even make the playoffs. And I mean, Ryan the most Tannehill. egregious one on there is Jimmy Garoppolo. And I may sound like a bitter Patriots fan, and admittedly, yeah. a lot of times I am. But if you look at what he like, he was up eleven point or ten points with eleven minutes to go in a very important playoff game. And I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, so I'll probably get it wrong, but I don't really care. I think he went three for twelve with an interception when he had a ten point lead with eleven minutes to go. That does not sound like uh, number 43 on a top 100 of the NFL. It doesn't sound like a top 100 in the top 100 in the NFL. This whole, uh, 
this Jimmy, this Jimmy prays, and let's not forget about his date with a certain lady of the night. He uh, he makes some poor, he makes some poor choices. She <laughs> also on that same actress, night she posted an much. Instagram <laughs> caption about you know it's on when she ties her hair up. So, so I'm sorry to my son William, <laughs> who I promised I'd let him listen to this whole episode, which isn't going to happen now. Okay. I don't think we swore at all. First five that, minutes right? is good enough. No, Jimmy Garoppolo is the most overrated quarterback I've ever yeah. seen. I don't remember. Questionable. Yeah, I don't like that. Like, Kirk Cousins is the only quarterback in the NFL that's thrown 25 touchdown passes in each of the last five seasons. And Jimmy Garoppolo, who played behind a great defense in a stellar run game, is... Forty three in the league Question is like mark? I don't think so. Top there's so many players in the NFL. It's different than baseball. Like in baseball, forty three is a very solid player. <laughs> in the NFL, forty three is three thousand players. Like depending on the position, if you're the forty third uh forty third yeah. best player in the league, you are the you know, there's very little to, to split you between twenty, you know, the top twenty. Forty three, you're right there. And they choose Jimmy Garoppolo, who's done nothing. Uh, he did try and juke a guy on the sideline and blow out his ACL, so that's probably why he's up there. Ouch. I don't know how many guys have actually done that at the quarterback position, but... Seven. Squirt. Chicken nugget. <laughs> um, I just wanted to read a tweet briefly from Dan Orlovsky who said he's confused because in 2017 Carson Wentz was the number three on the top 100 that year he was 60 percent completion 3200 yards 33 touchdowns seven interceptions averaging 253 yards a game this year he's not even rated he had 64 percent completion percentage 4,000 yards 27 touchdowns to seven interceptions, averaging 252 a game. He did it all this year with, you know, the three of us playing wide receiver. Yeah, he hey, did a lot with I'll nothing. catch the ball, and then I will <laughs> immediately. Whereas, and he won his division. He had They had to go on a run at the end of the year to win yeah. that division, and they, they were hot. They got hot, and he played incredible. I I, did, I don't understand how he goes from the number three player to not even above it, those other schmucks we were just talking about when he had a pretty a, damn good a, year. A youth bias and a, a just new kid on the block bias for a lot of these lists. If someone shows up and they do it, the NFL loves to toss them at the top. Like, this guy did it. Let's see what he does. He's going to be a, a face of a franchise. So... If you're consistent for a long time, you 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 you'll drop. Um, that being said, there's no excuse for the people that were in front of Carson Wentz. Um, I mean, you can make arguments maybe for a couple of them if it was close. Like, let's say Carson Wentz is sixty and uh, uh, Kirk Cousins is fifty-five. All right, we can talk about it. Like, let's you know we can argue. Say That's this fair. guy did I mean, this. This guy the- did that. Uh, 
Yeah, the Eagles only lost to the Vikings thirty-eight to twenty last year, so that's those five spots are. If we, yeah, yeah no, in a, no, I get it, Steve. In a, in a team sport where forty-five people are playing and someone lost by eighteen, you can definitely judge the quarterbacks by that. Um, but to not put them on the list at all, I'm sorry, that was very bitchy of me. I'm sorry. Um, to not put them on the list at all with the other people that were there and. Uh, uh, the only thing I agree with that list that other people might not agree with is that, uh, they've got Josh Allen in the same room ahead, actually, of Kyler Murray. And if you look at what Josh Allen's done versus Kyler Murray, people are off Josh Allen, and they're they're all about Kyler Murray. And Allen, I think he measures up very well to what Murray's done. Damn, background's getting crazy. Oh, boy. I got distracted by wrestling. I'm sorry. Is it at your house or is it on the TV? (laughs) Is it at my house? Like, Are they they wrestling in my house? (laughs) We're just going to drop you on somebody else's head? (laughs) Yeah, (gasps) Razor Ramon and Lex Luger are going at it. I watched a I documentary on Razor Ramon and he can definitely not still walk. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, we didn't even talk about the uh, the COVID lists. No, we hadn't. I, w- I wanted to, to touch on that because three more players from the Vikings got added to it today. Oh, so you got Justin Jefferson, right? Jordan, so, Justin, uh, Justin. We have seven total now. Uh, Odin Ebo, Cameron Smith, and Oliudo, who's a <laughs> you're just making these up offensive lineman. Um, they uh they all got added to the list today to join Justin Jefferson and uh, there's three other rookies, but Blake Brandell, um, Jesus. Brian Cole, and Tyler Higby were all added to the list, and it's not necessarily that. Their test results came back positive. This could be they may have come in contact with somebody and they're awaiting results or they just haven't gotten the results back from their tests yet. So yep. there's there's always a chance, too, that you get a test that comes back as a, uh, you know, unable to read. Like they, So you got to retest. But this is what happens in those situations. You're going to be put on this list and not allowed, you know, to practice or be in the facility. You can go to your virtual meetings, but cannot uh, be in the building. Cannot associate yourself with your teammates until they know for sure everything's okay. God, the NFL needs a bubble. You can't bubble that many people. Sure you can. Multiple bubbles. Connecting with underground tunnels that are bubbles. Unless New Zealand would allow There's everybody to There's no way New Zealand there. wants a Not single a American going to uh, to their country. Fuck that. We are. <laughs> oh god, we're the new exactly. uh, lep- leper no colony chance. of the world. No one wants us there. No one wants us there. Exactly Why what would we they? are. We're so dumb and fat. And I can say that because I stepped on a scale today and realized that COVID and nobody has likes made the president. me fat. Before this stupid virus struck and I had to sit on my couch for four and a half months, I'd lost some weight. 
I was doing some exercises. I did some goddamn Pilates. And now, now I wake up at 7.59 to log into work at 8 a.m. And I sit there for eight and a half hours. And then I log out. And do you know what I do? I switch laptops to play computer games on my regular laptop. <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about or why <sighs> I got so upset. What a life. What a time to be alive. Ah, yes. <laughs> We're yes. talking about COVID lists. Yeah, Lane Johnson from the Eagles posted that he tested positive, so he actually has it, which Ooh. sucks. Yep. But, so there's our starting right tackle. And do you know who his backup is? It's Jordan Mailata, <laughs> who also went on the COVID list today. <laughs> So about that right tackle spot, how fat Elijah, did I get? Exactly oh, how fat Jesus. did you get? <laughs> March, I, I've probably. Can you got, play right tackle? If, I, uh, if COVID lasted for two more years, if COVID, I've seen if COVID lasted for two more right years tackle. and it was just Big Macs and milkshakes the whole time, then maybe. But also, I'm not tall enough to play tackle. They'd have to kick the guard out to tackle, and I could play guard. Because you know how guards are not really, like, athletic? They're just big, hulking piles of bat. That's what I would be. Human. In two and a half years of Big Macs <laughs> and uh, milkshakes. That's mean. There you go. And uh, let's see. Half the Patriots are on I think, the opt-out or COVID list. So I'm just so waiting for my Vince Papali season. moment. Actually, uh, sorry, redirect. Sorry. As I was say, let me redirect off that because Sean just mentioned Vince Papali. If he wants his Vince Papali moment, the Red Sox could really use some pitching right now, Sean. So now is a the best time to uh, go and show off your arm to them because they are absolute dog shit on the mound. Hey, Sean and oh, I threw. He it? threw a little harder than let's me, but I had that sneaky cutter action. So maybe we both go. And Steve and Steve throws like <laughs> See, uh, uh, young Hunt Kim used to. So cow. we can get that relief innings. Guys, guys, let's end the podcast. We drive to Boston. We try out. Sean, you'll be the starter. Steve's going to throw those in-between innings with his BK Kim action. I'll come in and close him out with the Mariano Rivera cutter. (laughs) Championship. (laughs) There it is. Nice. Yeah. I'm fired up. I'm about to go take out the net, put it in the backyard. Throw a couple Wake hundred pitches before I go to bed. I'll be able to pitch dark. lift your right arm. I can probably just morning, drive over there. The, catcher's the, the Boston Red Sox are 1-4 in, in a 60-game season. <laughs> so if you extrapolate that out and pretend it's a real season, they're like 2.5-14, which isn't great. Which This kind of ties in. I got a couple of things for the, the next segment. So it's yeah, a nice right segue. Ahead segue into it here uh speaking of baseball i don't know if you guys saw the uh joe kelly houston astros incident yes i did 
last night, um, but everybody knows the Astros cheated the Dodgers, and the Dodgers and the Astros played, and <laughs> Joe Kelly Fight Club came to Houston, and I don't condone throwing at anybody's head, and Joe Kelly's a little wild, so I don't know if that was his intention or not, but uh, yeah, threw at a couple of guys, and then stuck out, uh, struck out uh, Correa, and then said, nice swing, bitch, <laughs> as he walked <laughs> off the field. They're, they're chirping back at him, and he made the little pouty face. Oh, poor baby. And uh, so, yeah, the Major League Baseball today suspends him eight games for what he did, which means if he serves one game of that, he'll serve have served one more game than anybody else who actually cheated to win the World Series. So yep. there's that. That's yep. awesome. Um, and to turn it back to football, I uh, don't know if you guys heard of this guy named Joey Bosa. Yes. Never nope, heard of him? Never heard of him. Some guy. Uh, What's he done? Apparently plays for the Los Angeles Chargers. And they signed him to an extension uh, a little more than well, almost 24 hours ago now. Five years, $135 million extension, making him... Uh, is the record guaranteed money for a defensive player? It's a good guarantee. Uh, My favorite dollars part guaranteed of that is that he got thirty-five uh, percent of what Patrick Mahomes got. So, kids, if you're listening, don't play defense. Yeah, it's not a good <laughs> investment. The money is in the offense. <laughs> Specifically, play quarterback. specifically quarterback or, or if you Here's... can, wide receiver. Here's my favorite thing about that. They guaranteed him $78 million. Um, in 1984, a gentleman by the name of Alex Spanos bought the San Diego Chargers for $72 million. So... Joey Bosa got guaranteed $6 million more than this guy bought the team for in 1984. If Patrick Mahomes had a time machine, he could own more than half of the NFL. Oh, I know. Like, no one's uh, part of I've the Kansas City Royals. No one cares. Patrick. Billion with a B. Yeah, Sean, sometimes <laughs> when I get drunk, I start yelling. Sometimes when you're sober, you do too. Usually not as funny, though. All right. Yes. Elijah, you posted a question on social media asking for any questions for the episode tonight. Did the loyal listeners... did not let us down. I have Let us down. upwards of probably 20 questions in differing uh, uh, relations to the podcast. So, the first question I'm going to ask has nothing to do with okay. football. Uh, the first question I got was, why are there so many chipmunks this year? You know, I have an answer for this because last year... We had a friggin' squirrel eruption in the area. I mean, there was every road you were on, there was a dead squirrel literally every quarter of a mile. 
like everywhere in this yeah. area, all the way down to Portland, up to Oxford, everywhere. It's crazy. And it's because the trees the year before had an incredible harvest of acorns, like larger than normal. So more animals were able to hibernate and reproduce. So the next spring, boom, same thing happened with the chipmunks. So I've narrowed it down. I honestly probably got like 30 questions between Twitter and just my True story. family. Um, two, or, two of the following are going to be football related and then two are kind of wild. So we'll go with football first. Um, nope. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to do five more questions. Three football-related, two are kind of wild. Um, this one is from my mom, Bernadette Gloria Fournier Arnold. Do you think the players opting out of the Pat season is a plan by Bill Belichick? So, you guys, I'd love He's to the hear your opinion. Villain, right? Is that a supervillain plan? course oh yeah oh yeah he's tanking for trevor lawrence the nfl's paying him to tank what's the other one i can't think of any other ridiculous conspiracy theories yeah i don't know i don't think he would have <laughs> if anything bill belichick wants everybody else to opt out so it gives him a decisive advantage. <laughs> so I think he could do better with a wacky, crazy season than anybody else can. All right. So. Okay, good. Uh, uh, the next one comes from my nephew. His name is also Elijah. Uh, which is faster, a cheetah or some type of dinosaur? Some type of dinosaur. I, I, I don't have any like additional information. That's the question that was asked. I would honestly. Well, I'm going to go with that because they're pretty like fast. Ninety-nine out of a hundred times, because like a cheetah is super fast. But I've seen the movie Jurassic I'll play Park. Devil's Advocate. And when Ian Malcolm's trying to get away in that uh, that jeep, and he's like, "Must go faster, must go faster." Like I feel like the dinosaurs are definitely faster than a cheetah. They're the know. fastest Cheaters mammal the fastest on the planet, planet Steven. So. It's not. Dinosaurs <laughs> are not mammals. Glass like is in session. All right. I don't know. Maybe is in the there past. there a lizard that can run faster than a cheetah Have currently? you seen, have you not seen Jurassic Park? It's I'm a classic right movie. Now. Directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, that guy was in it who lost his arm. Also, something that was open before it was ready. Jesus Christ! Like this country. Wow. So we're keeping it light and fun Boom. during the question part. All right. Question three, four. <laughs> Will the Red Sox ever win another game? That's from my dad. He's gonna be sad. Maybe not this year. Yeah. Right. Uh. So he, the best thing about the that I can say about the Red Sox is <laughs> I watched opening night and I was like, man, no way the Orioles are winning the World Series. That's the only thing I can be sure yeah. of. And then they, they beat the so Red Sox in the next two games. All like, right, oh, last no. two. First one. 
<laughs> Which NFL team is the first team to cancel a game for Corona? Who plays first? The Chiefs. Why don't we just say the Dolphins? Because, well, it seems like these Floridian teams have an issue uh, going to Atlanta to have If a I had good to guess, time. I'd say it's the Patriots. Hey, hey, hey. They're just like, we forfeit all 16 games. We're 0 16. I guess we'll go in the draft and just, uh, we'll see what happens. And then they take Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Isn't that like the other thing too? Like, if you're so assuming the season takes place completely, doesn't it make sense? Like, if you're a contender, to just trade away all your draft picks and try and bring in guys to help help you win? Because if there's you know the likelihood you don't see an actual college football season, it's going to be like all these um, conference games, and that's it. Or maybe not even that. Like, what if you don't have, you know, tape of 12 to 15 games to watch? You're taking what you saw last year. Just taking crapshoots? So, for extremely high picks, maybe it works out. You know, Trevor Lawrence, all right. You're going one because you would have gone one before. But going into the last season, Joe Burrow was a a six-round pick. And Okay, sure. Yeah, it wasn't good. Fourth, and then he went number one. It wasn't good. So, if college doesn't play, which is a realistic possibility, the NFL draft is going to be one of the the more enjoyable, silly crapshoots where, like, people that never suit up for a team go number four overall. And it's not even for the Browns, which it usually is. I mean, it's just the Seahawks were way ahead on this one, trading away their first round pick. And the next year, year after that, too. Acquired Jamal we'll Adams from the Jets. Well, after. well, you talked about college possibly not having a season and how it affects the draft. Earlier today, around 4 o'clock, the first college player announced he's opting out and just preparing for the draft next year. That's uh, Virginia Tech quarterback, cornerback Caleb Farley. He's a projected first-round pick, so he's not going to risk getting sick and so, ruining his chances. I so think there's probably been college players out. that were just like, fuck it, I'm done. But this is the first one that had draft capital. Like if uh, if whoever from you know South yeah. Montana State University said it, and I'm sure they're well, it's actually a red state. If whoever from Rutgers or Penn were like, uh, I'm not going to play, that didn't make the news. This is the first guy of, you know, uh, high draft capital that has said such a thing. Best corner in the draft. There was actually a a college basketball player that had recently said he's not returning to college and he's going to go try out for the G League. So to me, I don't really uh, trust college players opting out for basketball because they've been doing that for a while, and that is not corona-related. You've had several top picks go to Europe. You've had several just sit out and say, I'm not playing. Um, For college football, it usually doesn't happen until the bowl games, and that's when they just say, like, I'm done. 
I played my regular season. I'm not playing the bowl yeah, game. I ain't playing. I'll see you <laughs> at the draft. So every sport's different, obviously. Football is not one that's, uh, uh, I think, particularly uh, conducive to the corona world because there's so much touching and rubbing. But I really hope I'm wrong. Yeah, hey. Sound bite. <laughs> um, I really hope I'm wrong, and they play a full season in both college and the NFL if they can do it safely. That also being said, I haven't changed my opinion in the last, whatever, five weeks. It's not going to happen. Don't you stab Don't you that put leg. Put that devil on me, Ricky Bobby. I had one more. It's All right, you got another question? Was that it? But it's, one it's more. a question people have had for a That's very okay. long time. That's what we're here for. And I'd really like your opinion on it. Uh, why is the sky blue? Are you going to... You guys going to edit out the silence? Oh, or? Unicorn farts? <laughs> uh the sky is blue because that came from my that's the color god nephew who's Boom. also named elijah um yeah he, no he i know the cheetah question too well, that's not fair sneaking yeah. in two I mean, questions way to go elijah so he gets special treatment yeah 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 um okay okay I gave him the scientific answer. I got a question from my son the other day. Let's say what? I, I I could I could have given you like the actual reason for the sky being blue if I remembered learning that from the fifth grade, but I don't remember what I had for breakfast. So I had actually had my son ask me a question on Monday, and he asked me if you farted into a tree, where would it come out? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even know what. So to my say. first instinct is, I guess, I the like, leaves, uh, but I'm I was not like, sure I, that's I scientifically you, accurate. So to me, I picture him farting into <laughs> the trunk of a tree, and then it coming out of the leaves. But I'm not sure that's right. I I, I don't know the whole the question itself and how he came up with it. You know, uh, I'm still ask your like searching for answers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I walked in the house tonight and he goes, Dad, iguanas lay eggs. And I was like, that's correct. And he's like, you know how I know that? And I was like, how do you know that? Because I'm smart. That would have been even like, better right. if he was like, we have an iguana now. <laughs> and it has eggs and it's in your bedroom. And it has eggs. And I'm like, what? Well, <laughs> Where did you find an iguana? And mom says you're sleeping on the couch. <sighs> oh, I had uh, one more thing I wanted to bring up. <clears throat> I saw a tweet earlier. Um, it was BLG from Bleeding Green Nation. He said, not sure enough is made of the Eagles being the only NFC East team to actually play in the city they're named after. And I thought it would be funny if, like, go through the league and think of teams that don't play, like, where they're, yeah. like, the Eagles would still be Philadelphia Eagles, 
<laughs> but you'd have the Arlington Cowboys, the East Rutherford Giants, <laughs> and the Landover, Maryland football team. <laughs> to be fair, the New England Patriots technically play in New England, and that's a very low bar to hit. You've got a bunch of states, but they do do it. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I don't know. Foxborough Patriots sounds pretty cool. So, all right. So we're all from Maine. And, and you know, you guys are fans of other teams, but you can't deny where you live. We're all from Maine. Um, I know Steve does not re- root. Oh, root. Oh, okay. Hold on. And cut it. And three, two, one, go. Thank you, Sean. Um, you I know he too. likes the Spurs instead of the Celtics. Uh, but he loves the Red Sox and he loves the Bruins. But those are Boston teams, but New England. The New England That's Patriots it. were smart because they were like, hey. Mm-mm. There's no one closer to these assholes in Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont than us. Let's not call it Boston. Let's say it's all New England. And how's that worked out? Oh, I don't know. How about six championships since 2002 slash three, depending on how you quantify the year of the NFL. So the New England Patriots. I wasn't willing to wait 17 years. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm still waiting on it now. I couldn't root for them back then. In that tuna can, like, garbage stadium that they actually played NFL games in, I used to go there for free, like, three times a year with my dad because he got tickets at work. <laughs> for free. Yeah. And just An think NFL if game. You, think if you'd have held on I sat for on just metal a bleachers years. in an NFL stadium. No. Instead, we had a, a, on the on the bus ride to school. I had to listen about Chris Carter. Hey, guess what? He gets his feet in before he catches the ball. Oh, who cares? <laughs> Look how he catches it. Puts his feet down and then falls like a True little story. dopey lemming. All right, great. I think it'd just be funny though, because if you get one of these teams that are like building outside of a city so they're actually in like Fartsville or you know one of those weird names they have to change oh, the name like to the Congress Fartsville Browns and they're like you have to be the the municipality in which you are registered in it takes some research but I'd be I'd be uh, uh, excited to see who had the worst name You got it. I've got free time. All right. Get back to us next week. (laughs) Told you I was going to give you some homework. All right. So, anything else? Trials, tribulations, monkeys, nipples? That was it for me. Kidokas, Smokey. Anybody got any quick hitters before we jump on out of here? Because I do that most weeks, but I don't remember who I'm supposed to say sorry to this week. Oh, okay. I just didn't delete it from last week. <laughs> you know who's uh, who's not sorry? Joe Kelly. Joe, Joe Burger. He posted on Instagram earlier tonight, and I just saw it, and it's him holding two babies, and then another little kid sitting next to him, but they all have uh, Alice <laughs> Correa and Jose Altuve and uh, I don't, the other guys. <laughs> 
all their faces on the on the children. <laughs> they said, "I'd just like to formally apologize to, go to into nobody baseball for, for a second. <laughs> I uh, gangster. I've struggled with baseball's unwritten rules at times. Uh, there's so many very specific things in so many very specific instances. But if you're a member of the Houston Astros right now and you cheated for three years and you benefited from that and you cost guys money, you cost guys championships, they're going to throw a baseball at you and you just need to deal with it. Like the, the commissioner, the commissioner came back and gave you no punishment at all, at all. So guys are going to throw things at you and you need to get over it. And if you can't deal with it, give back your World Series ring. Give back your unearned uh, multi-million dollar contracts because you knew what pitch was coming. And, 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 and I guess go away. If you cheat and Major League Baseball gave them a complete free pass, you cash in on that, you win championships, and you cash in monetarily to take care of your family. And I get it. We all want to take care of our families. I love my family. It's fine. Everyone has a family. But you need to stand in the batter's box, and they're going to throw at you, and you need to deal with it. You earn that by your actions. Absolutely 100% correct. They do. Just gotta, gotta take your lumps. That's for damn sure. Oh, and Dusty he's an Baker old, needs to shut up a quote unquote old school manager that plays <laughs> the around. game the, the, the way the game's supposed to be played. Well, Dusty. You know what's coming, and you know it is well-deserved. Every time one of your players takes it on the backside, that is not a sex joke, um, it's well-deserved because they they <laughs> cheated uh, unscrupulously for, for three years, maybe longer. Yeah, Do you know what the Astros just need to implement... Uh, some sort of sign stealing for the uh, the pitch out there where they're going to hit them. Get somebody banging a trash can. They got it jump wrong one time though, when someone just like uh, <laughs> coasts one right over the middle, and the guy just drops down. He just drops down in the box, turns around, and runs away, limp, like on rookie of the year. Like, <laughs> and then it's just like a eighty-four mile an hour strike right over the center of the plate. Hey, uh, before we get out of here, um, I didn't see this earlier. Did you guys see that the ACC announced they will begin a 11-game season starting September 7th through the 12th with 10 conference games, one non-conference? The big thing with this, Notre Dame is joining the ACC this year and playing a 10-game conference schedule and will compete will be eligible to compete for the ACC title. That's good because Notre Dame needed somebody to align with. <laughs> Otherwise, they were going to be so, shot out of luck. I don't know if it's just for this one year. It doesn't have any more info here, but at we'll least see. this year they're part of the yeah, ACC. We'll coming so out of it. Notre Dame independent has both for them. Uh, uh, gained and lost from being independent. There were probably years where they had they should have had a better, uh, better ranking. And then there were years where they went to the championship game and they got run out of the stadium in a super embarrassing way. And I'm not just talking about Mante Teo's fake girlfriend. I'm talking about the actual football game that was played. So, there are, what, 
two, three independent schools left, I think. If that. Yeah. So if you're not in a conference, it, it doesn't matter at this point. And also, it might not matter because Ivy League's not playing and, uh, hey, we'll see how the, the dominoes fall. I guess I got one more quick hitter. Uh, WNBA game just wrapped up. Number one overall pick, Sabrina Ionescu, the leading scorer in collegiate basketball history, both male and female. 33 points in her first WNBA game tonight. Seven assists, seven rebounds. She's going to go down as the Michael Jordan of the WNBA, I'm telling you right now. I have heard that she plays to win the game. You play to win the game. And she also cares about the playoffs. And All right. I need practice. to find a soundboard and figure out how to hook it up to this call. And, but just one more thing. Just one more thing. Gonna, she also. There's going to be way too many weird was. Sean things on there. And she let him off the hook. <laughs> let him off the hook. Oh, oh man, that's one I didn't think about. 40. Oh yeah, no. His his I told you his, I didn't want salmon. Turn into like a sad descent into madness. Uh, my quick hitter is an apology. Uh, three weeks ago, I ordered a new microphone so you could all hear my voice better. And it apparently China's not shipping stuff, but I've been promised by Amazon. Ever heard of it? That. I will have a fancy new microphone by Friday for our 100th Rainforest episode. Rainforest or so, river? When I say our 100th episode, I actually mean your 100th episode because I've been here for about a month and a half. I haven't been here for 100. I have. And that, we have at least three additional people scheduled to come on with us next week to celebrate the three digits. Diamond Dallas Page Triple H is not one of them. them. Barry Windham? No, but um, I do want to give a shout out. And Steve, I don't know if you've seen this yet. There is a new member of the AEW roster. And I saw it during recording and it knocked me off my feet. Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. He's Needs awesome. Hopefully they treat him better than WWE did. Frog could treat him better. But, um, anything else? You, me, the wall? Nope. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. The 99th episode of the Joint Practices Podcast is in the books. Next time you hear us, it'll be the triple digits, baby. So, until then, if you want to talk, hit us up on Twitter at Joint Practices. I'm at 11thegoat, at wrongelijah, at the Knox says, or email us jointpracticespod at gmail.com. We'll put you on the show. Just let us know. And also... Don't be racist. Don't be a bitch. Wear your mask. Soup doggy. Yeah. 
if you follow me on the Twitter bird, you can see a nice retweet I had of some guy in Arkansas standing with a Black Lives Matter sign, and the responses were not very nice. So racism still very much alive in this country. So keep fighting the good fight. Um, And whether you're listening on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or Blueberry, go ahead, nice little five-star rating you'll love to see it make sure you subscribe we love our lovely prescribers on the show maybe leave us a nice little uh, review say oh these guys are so cool they're so funny i like them a lot or share it with your friends uh we'd always like also, to have uh, send listeners. us a tweet with the hashtag which i get to think up every week and it doesn't go great uh, uh, this week I went with Elijah is sorry. That is E L I J A H I S S O R R Y. And I came up with this one because apparently most weeks I'm sorry about something in the, the, the hours following the podcast. I don't know what I'm going to apologize to Steve and Sean for in the next 20 to 30 minutes, but probably something. Uh, so hit us up with hashtag Elijah is sorry because we'd love to hear from you. We haven't had a and review. Also, in about quite some two time, minutes, so. once the podcast say, ends, get... I'm going to explain to Steve why the sky's blue and why he should have known that already. As someone that went to UMaine Farmington, a <laughs> science major, I made it up. That's not true. And because no, that's cheap, I never mind. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> Hey, I just thought of something. Yeah. We should have an impromptu Never contest. Mind, you ready? S- people need to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and give us a rating. From now, I have marked the last person who gave us a review on October 19th. So anything recent starting from now on is eligible. If you like us, five-star review and leave a little comment. We'll take all the people that do that, we'll put their names in a hat, and we'll pull out a prize That's from the really JPB bag idea. of the prizes. Is it gonna be the Frog Farts Guys, popcorn? here's another idea I thought of while Maybe. Was Okay, so if someone leaves a review, they put a comment in, they can describe what they want. It doesn't have to be like the weekly podcast, we can do a little short one. They could say like, I want a podcast on this. And we will spend, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. We'll talk about whatever you want. Give us a five-star review. With that five-star review, I'll get on by myself. I'll talk about anything you describe in the review. If you say, hey, I want to talk about Care Bears, I will talk about Care Bears for 30 minutes. And we'll put it out just for you. All right, we just got a comment coming from Eleven the Goat, and it it. just says, two girls, one cup. I saw it. Okay, if I'm 30, (laughs) if I saw I was 35. Not right now. I saw that 17 years ago. We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah, man. We'll say our goodbyes. I'll hop back on. We'll do a two girls, one cup podcast. We'll be good to go. (laughs) Don't. By the way, if you haven't seen it, Do not. 
Don't. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> I thought I... Don't. Oh, Jesus. I will not play this Flag will fly, the baby. COVID situation. I opt out. We out.